Hello, hello. Welcome to Random Acts of Living. I'm your host, Emilia Nordhuk. Thank you for joining me today. I'm really excited about the story that I have to tell you. So let's go ahead and just dig right into the meat of it. Aloha, gentle listener, and welcome to Random Acts of Living. So today, I'm going to start off by wishing you a very happy uh, International Women's Day. (laughs) Sorry, I was like for a minute there, I forgot. (laughs) But uh, I'm a little older woman myself these days. And, uh, but still, it's a great thing to celebrate um, the fantastic women in our lives. And especially to remember that we did not get here by ourselves. um, And that we are all lifting and pulling and pushing and supporting each other up. So I really appreciate um, the women who've been part of my life. And there have been so, so many incredible women. But today I really want to focus on the first tribe of women that I was able to, like literally fell into um, when I was a young single mother in Eugene, Oregon. And that was in 19, so my son was born in 1986. And I was just a wee, wee lass (laughs) of 20. Um, But, you know, an adult, uh, when I gave birth to my son, in a little basement apartment in Eugene, Oregon, right across the street from the Keystone Cafe. Um, and I, I was, I had gone through an adoption agency because I thought I was going to give my son up for adoption. And the last couple of weeks of my pregnancy, I had realized that I couldn't. And And I wanted to raise him, even though I knew that meant um, raising him on my own. And um, and even though I, at that point, my parents um, and I weren't speaking to each other. (laughs) And um, and the father just, you know, was also young and had his own stuff going on and wasn't really able to be as present as I would have liked. And so here I was, this young woman, kind of floating around in the world on her own. And then I had a baby. And this is actually like the first time I met um, a couple of these women who would later become part of this like group who who, like helped to support me for like the next um, like five, six years as I got my... um, my degree, my college degree in, uh, at the university of Oregon. So, so once I decided to keep my son because I hadn't done anything to prepare for that. So I didn't have any clothes. I I had nothing. Um, and I, I had done this training for the rape crisis center and, and through that executive director, um, she put together a little, uh, baby shower after my son was born. And that's where I first met Sherry, who was also a single mom. Yeah. And so that was like the beginning of then also getting to meet these other women who were a few years older than me. 
Um, some of them were, uh, some of them had older children, but the, the three who became really important in my life, like for years and whose children, um, kind of, we all grew up to, well, I guess I kind of grew up with them. <laughs> like, like it's kind of one of those things you're just like, yeah, like maybe I was a little too young. Um, and I was still kind of, um, yeah, I still had a lot of learning to do, but you know, it is what it is. So, uh, so anyway, so we, um, so we, I end up meeting these, um, amazing women, Sarah, Marcy and Sherry, Elizabeth, Mary, and Pear. So Pear was not a single mom, and she did not live on Moss Street, but she came over all the time because her children were the same age. <laughs> well, she had the one child, um, and then she had two other children and whose birth I was at. Um, so that was <laughs> lovely and fantastic. And... Um, and and all of these women were incredibly creative. Mary was an architect, going to architecture school with two young daughters. You know, Elizabeth was a writer. Um, Sarah was a writer and just brilliant. And Marcy was a, a writer and an artist and spoke, I don't know, 16 different languages. <laughs> and, but was, like, amazing. And, um, and Sherry was brilliant I mean they're all like so brilliant like I feel like oh you're just saying that I'm not just saying that <laughs> I I can see now why I felt like I had to become an overachiever because there was like such a high bar <laughs> I was just like oh my god I have to totally up my game and uh and I worked really hard and you know went to college and you know but I got a degree in fine arts. <laughs> um, I did try to do uh, language, but I don't have the capacity for language. Um, I realize now, like, that Marcy does. Like, she is, you know, went on to become a lawyer and an immigration lawyer and work with uh, people uh, in Tucson. So I... Yeah, I mean, everybody's gone on to become, you know, to do really amazing and astounding things. Sherry's a lawyer and works for the public defender's office in Philadelphia. Um, Sarah's now a therapist after she was a chocolatier for years. And, you know, Mary's an architect and Elizabeth is an amazing poet. And Pear is also an amazing poet and teacher. So... These were um, the women who really helped to shape my young <laughs> and kind of floaty life in uh, in Eugene, Oregon. So after I had my son, I moved into student housing that was called Amazon Housing. So they those were apartments, but you could apply to get into a house, um, which was behind the campus and like closer to um, the, the daycares, the, um, university subsidized daycares. So I did that and I was able to get into one of these houses on Moss Street. So there were literally like eight of us who were single moms, um, who were living on Moss Street. I think we call ourselves the Moss Street Mamas. Um, 
But it was really, it was so amazing. And I didn't realize until years later, um, when I when I left and moved away and like we all like went on to graduate school or um, found partners and got married or, or whatever, that um, like just how unique it was to be able to have this tribe of women who were like all doing the same thing, like going to college and working at making our lives better, working at making the world better and raising our children in ways that was a reflection of that, that would make a huge difference. And I cannot tell you how incredibly grateful I am to have had this experience and astounded at the, the universe giving this to me, this huge gift of these amazing, inspirational, badass women who absolutely shaped the woman I am today and set the bar really, really high. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm like, I'm an overachiever because of all the amazing things I've seen all these women do. And I just want to be able to do all those amazing things as well. And I'm inspired to do them because I know I can. And I know we all can. And I know that even when you feel like you can't do it and you need some support, you need some help, you need, you know, somebody to lift you up and as they go up to kind of bring you with them. Yeah, I think it's amazing. And and that we all have the capacity to be that person who is like mentored and supported and inspired. And then in time to be the woman who mentors and is an inspiration to others around us. And um, and I think it's it's vital that we see ourselves in both places, that we see when we need mentorship and we don't see that we're above that or above needing to be inspired by anyone who inspires us. So, you know, now, of course, you know, there's so many amazing women who've come before me who are doing, who have done things and are still doing great things. But there are a lot of young women who are coming up who are doing really amazing things. I'm quite impressed with <clears throat> millennials and the Gen Zers um, and the women that I've met who are breaking barriers with transgender and breaking barriers with <laughs> sexual equality and breaking barriers with race. You know, I I sit up and I pay attention to what they're doing and I really, really um, have to also give them the the props that they deserve for, um, for, I think, doing some really hard work in some places that we've not, you know, really been able, my generation, to go because maybe we didn't have the language or, you know, whatever. Maybe it just wasn't our time and it's theirs to do. So I really appreciate it. And I appreciate seeing the children that my friends have raised, um, you know, many who are, you know, millennials or Gen Zers. I guess they're all millennials or Gen Zers, right? <laughs> so, um and just to see the people that um, that have come out of 
that experience of uh, the Raging Earth Mama experience in Eugene, Oregon, REM for short, uh, is pretty astounding. And uh, yeah, so I think those are the women I really want to call out today and appreciate. And and then, of course, you know, the world that they opened up for me and for my son and, you know, showing me all these different writers, um, Zora Neale Hurston, Maya Angelou, just like so many, I can't even like name them. I'm like stuck, but I just am really appreciative. And so for International Women's Day, I just want to thank them for being in my life and being the inspiration that they were then, that they are now. And, uh, and knowing that even though things have in our lives may have taken some twists and turns and we don't see each other every day living on the same street, biking around um, our, our small little college town, which actually isn't so small anymore, and uh, with our babies <laughs> on the back of our bikes going all sorts of places. Um, like Nike swimming at the river and um, concerts and study sessions and hanging out and <laughs> um, and just really living, living in the moment and raising great kids and each other, bringing us all up into the world together. I just, I, I can't ask for, I couldn't have imagined a better situation and a more empowering group of women to be around with. So it is with a lot of gratitude that I thank them today for all of their, their support for the last 30 plus years. <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe it's been that long, but it has. <laughs> so, um, so thank you. And, uh, and thank you, gentle listener, for listening to today's story. And if you have, um, I know you do. So if you want to shoot me a line and call out your amazing women that you appreciate today, please, please do so. And uh, thank you for listening. Aloha. Thank you for joining me. And if you found this interesting or provocative or maddening, well, leave me a review and tell me about it. Drop me a line. Let me know some of your stories. And thanks again for joining me. I look forward to talking to you again. Have a great day. Be well. Stay present. Aloha. Aloha.